You can call her mayhem or mayday Talk shit, she at your head I ain't talking bald face She don't fuck with baby daddies Fucking up the funk sway Taking care of four kids Sunday to Sunday Fly earth and round trips When she hit the runway Comedy original She do shit her own way Made the stage her place Moving at her own pace Fuck with her the wrong way This gonna be a long day She watch basketball wives Loving hip hop too Born in 81 One day four turned to 82 Funny, ratchet, and cute. She a winner, that's true. She don't even take L's eating alphabet soup. Mayday, mayhem, 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 mayday, mayhem. She a cool black nerd, always been smart. Ever since she turned eight, wanted her name in the charts. Monty Python was a shit. Richard Pryor made a star. Red Fox and Eddie Murphy, inspiration to her art. Welcome back to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. And today we will be talking about a few things. Um, we're going to be talking about the NFL player, Philip Adams, that kills five people and then kills himself. And we're going to talk about maybe what was the reason surrounding that, because we still don't know this is fresh. It just happened about 17 hours ago. So it was like yesterday um, on the 7th, 8th that it happened because there's night. Yeah. So it happens on the 8th. And. um, Yeah. And it's sad. And we're going to talk about that. And also, we're going to speak about DMX. Now, as we all do know that DMX is um, due to sources in a vegetative state due to an alleged drug overdose. I say alleged because 
that ain't my business to be putting it out there. However, that's what it is. And we're going to talk about some of this tasteful shit that I have seen surrounding, you know, these circumstances. So stay tuned for the Mayday Mayhem podcast. That's what we'll be discussing. Now, on to this NFL player, Philip Adams. Now, he was pronounced dead after killing five people in South Carolina. Now, as the story reads, he was a former NFL player. And he killed a prominent doctor, his wife, their two grandchildren, and a worker. He shot a worker like, it's so sad. And he was only 32 years old. He was only 32. And it's sad because he was such a young man. And it was so much life that he had in him. Excuse me, drinking my tea. As he could have, you know, helped so many. But let's read on. He did play defensive back for multiple NFL teams, including the San Francisco 49ers and the Atlanta Falcons. You know, so he was a defensive back. Okay, that's pretty good. The York County Sheriff Department reported a report of gunfire about 4.45 p.m. Wednesday at a resident in the 4400 block of Marshall Road in Rock Hill, about 27 miles southwest of Charlotte, North Carolina. Inside the home, the authorities found the bodies of Dr. Robert Leslie, his wife, Barbara Leslie, and their. Now, their grandchildren were only the ages of nine and five. And they all were died as a shot as a from gunshot wounds. They were they were shot. You killed a five and a nine-year-old. There's something mentally wrong. But we're going to go there. Um, the fifth victim was James Lewis. He was working at the home. So, you know, he was just working there. You know, just working, just doing his job. And he's killed. Um, the coroner office said Lewis, 38, was from Gangston, North Carolina, west of Charleston. I'm sorry, Charlotte. I apologize. An unidentified sixth victim was being treated for serious injuries, said Trent Ferris, a spokesman for Sheriff's Office. Ferris said that after an hours-long manhunt, officers found a suspect who lives on the same road as the victim's and that a search warrant was served on the house. Residents were urged to stay in their homes and lock their doors during the search. By Thursday morning, the York County Sheriff's Office, there was no active threat in the community. We have ID'd the person we feel responsible for the shooting on Marshall Road. We found him in a nearby house. Investigators did not immediately determine a motive for the shooting. 
a man who identified himself as Adams' father, Alonzo Adams, told the NF, I mean, I'm sorry, NBC affiliates at WNC of Charlotte that his son killed himself after he shot six people, killing five and injuring one. I think the football messed him up. And that's what we're going to corner on. The football messed him up. An NFL spokesperson who would not confirm the details about Adam's death expressed the league's condolences. Our hearts go out to the families and friends of the victims of this devastating tragedy. The 49ers drafted Adams in 2010 and cut him before 2011 season because of an ankle injury. He prayed, he played briefly for the New England Patriots and the Oakland Raiders, the Seattle Seahawks and the New York Jets and the Falcons. We are aware of the senseless tragedy on Rock Hills involving a former player, Philip Adams. We offer our heartfelt sympathies and deepest condolences to the families and friends and all of those who have been affected. And that was from the Atlanta Falcons spokesman, David Barsley. You know, um, Robert Leslie was the founder of a medical director, Riverview House Calls and Riverview Hospice and Prolific Care, according to the company's website. He received his medical degree from the Medical University of South Carolina and practiced in Rock Hill for 40 years. He and his wife had four adult children and eight grandchildren. You know, it's it's so sad. But let's go back to why did this happen? Now we go back to dad and dad says that the football messed him up. We have seen countless times how these football players have had tremendous um, shots to the head, um, concussions, you know, unknown and undiagnosed concussions. And with that being said, that could have been a catalyst to why he did this. We will never know because he took his own life. So we will never know. Just like we look at Aaron Hernandez, same issue. You know, when they examined his brain, they looked and saw that he was missing the part of like empathy and stuff. Why? That was partly like the frontal lobe where he was getting hit in the head, you know, and football. I'm a football lover. You know, I love football. I, I will watch it. However, you see and you you're watching and you hear the boom, the pack. Those are motherfucking heads hitting together. They're going fast enough that their bodies are being mangled enough to be in like car accidents. Like these motherfuckers can mold you down. Would I ever try to fight an NFL player? Hell no. I know my limitations. No. Wouldn't do it. I'm running. I don't even think a bullet would stop them. I'm serious. Because not only that, they're strong. They're used to working out and... Now, 
they're getting hit constantly in the head, constantly in the head, concussion after concussion after concussion. And you see some with like um, Parkinson's type of um, attributes where the shakes or look like they might have DTs. And it's not that it's because they've had too many blows to the head. You see boxers have the same issue, too many blows to the head and they have underlying concussions. We've seen that a lot with these football players, especially, like I said, since Aaron Hernandez, um, he went on that spree, like, and not to mention he had, he had a whole slew of things that was repetitively going on with his life, not to mention football being one, which he's repeatedly being hit in the head, hit in the head, hit in the head. That does play a role. It does. Whether you want to believe it or not, it does play a role. And, you know, too many blows to the head will, will kill a normal person like me because I'm not used to a high impact sport. I'm, that's a contact sport. You know, let's not forget. Now, this tragedy just happened a couple of days, like yesterday, a couple of days ago, give or take a couple of days ago. Let's not forget about uh, Chad Wheeler. That was the white player that beat the shit out of his black girlfriend because she refused to bow to him and then tries to chalk it up as a mental illness or I didn't take my medicine. I didn't take my medicine. No, you. If you look at the pictures of how badly that girl looks, she's unrecognizable. You wouldn't even think that that's the same girl. You're like, no, that's not the same fucking girl. Like, is that her sister or a distant cousin? Unrecognizable. Her arm literally out of her socket. When I say knocked out, I mean knocked out of socket. All because she refused to bow to him. At this, and he expresses all oh, at this time, I'm getting help that I need again to post. So I can't pose a threat to another. I can't express my sorrow and remorse enough. I am truly ashamed. No, you're ashamed because you got caught. Because nine times out of ten, you've been knocking the hell out that girl anyway. You know what I'm saying? And this happened just this year in January. This was late January. Wheeler allegedly grabbed the girlfriend's left arm at one point and twisted it to prevent her from fighting back. She eventually lost consciousness. After she came to, Wheeler allegedly said, wow, you're alive? The girlfriend locked herself in the bathroom and called family authorities. Now, imagine if he looking at her and said, wow, you're alive. He beat, he beat her within an inch of her life. Wheeler, um, after he asked her to stand up and bow to him, after she refused to, Wheeler allegedly grabbed her by her neck and threw her on the bed. Then he started strangling her. At one point, he pressed 
one of his hands against his girlfriend's mouth and nose, trying to stop her from breathing as he continued to strangle her with the other hand. Per police report, the victim had the vehicle, the vehicle, the victim had noticeable fingerprints on both sides of her neck, as well as the capillaries that had bursted in the back of her throat. Her left elbow was swollen and deformed. He fucked her up. All because she refused to bow to him. His former team, the Seattle Seahawks, released a statement after Wheeler. The Seahawks are saddened by the details emerging against Chad Wheeler and strongly condemn domestic violence. But we're starting to see this all the time. And of course, if you are in need of the domestic violence and you are in help, you know what I'm saying, and you are in dire need, that number is 800-799-7233. Or you can go to the hotline.org. Like, and that's the National Domestic Violence Hotline. That's 1-800-799-73, I mean, 7233. 1-800-799-7233. That is the National Domestic Violence Hotline. National. You know, so anyone out there listening and you might be in a situation, you don't know how to get out of it. Those are the people to help. And please get counseling. Please seek therapy after that. But you have Wheeler who beats the shit out of her and then says oh I'm truly sorry and saddened no you're sorry and saddened because you got caught and now your career is over your career is over can you imagine someone looking down at you and said wow you're still alive so you tried to kill her was it too many blows to the head was it your upbringing was it some other form of psychological shit going on in your brain I don't know, but that's fucked up. It really is. But we still have to look at his brain waves. Was he knocked around up? There's no excuse for what the fuck you did to her. No, you need to be locked up. Ain't no, oh, I want to be. No, you need to be locked up. You need to, I, uh, I strongly strongly recommend you looking at her photo it is horrific and i wish a motherfucker would attempt to try to put 10 percent. it was horrifying to see this girl picture and her face the way it was totally unrecognizable but we also have to look at, um, what's his name? Cruz. Cause his son is about 20 years old and he did a murder for hire plot against his girlfriend, but she survived and he was supposed to be getting out and he was trying to get custody or something. They was like, get your ass out of here. You want to see his son? No.
And you, you can type up so many times on how many of these NFL players and basketball players and boxers have literally put their hands on their girlfriends, boyfriends, spouses, anybody. And do you think maybe it's too many blows to the head? Is it too much of a contact sport? You know, should you be psychologically evaluated like on a, what would you say, um, annual basis, you know, or a quarterly basis, have a psychological evaluation if you are with these high contact sports and their partners, because Domestic violence is a motherfucker. And now since COVID is on the rise, it has really dominated. Not only, you know, it's in the house because people can't get out. They're not able to see the bruises and scars. And by the time they are able, they're, they're healed because we're in the time where they want you to stay in. So we have to really think about these things. You know, should it be like psych evaluations for the players to make sure that they in they shit and they not walking around here beating on women and men and their spouses and that they're mentally stable to perform these sports. I know it sounds crazy, but you know, it's becoming to the fact that all these punches to the head is causing these people to kill up families, damn near kill their girlfriends. Then kill themselves, kill their friends, kill. You can just type it up. NFL player kills and you'll see a list of shit come down. So many I can't even describe in this podcast. I would need about four or five podcasts to talk about each and every one of these motherfuckers on what they did. And they're just not saying that, yeah, you know, this shit is kind of connected together. So. Can we say the same thing about, um, Philip Adams? Was it something mentally wrong? Was he too many hits to the head? Was it the sport? Was it actually what his father is quoted with saying that it was the football? I think the football messed him up. You know, could it be? These are things we have to think about. And then we have to think about our young black men are playing these sports. This is a young black man. Our young black women are, you know, flocking to these NFL players and they're fucking them up. And they think it's okay because, oh, well, he, he gives me this. He gives me that. No, it's not cool, sis. Get out that shit. You deserve better. So with that being said, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the DMX debacle. Please stay tuned for the Mayday Mayhem podcast. And I want to take this time to thank you for listening to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. And I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. And you can not only catch me on Anchor FM, but you can catch me on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. If you have a streaming device, listen to your girl, Mayday Mayhem, 
And I would like to take this time and say thank you, thank you, thank you to all my sponsors and subscribers because without you, this podcast would not continue to go on. So I would like to say thank you, thank you again. And I love y'all and thank you. And we are back to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem M. And today, uh, yeah, we all know that. Um, and if you didn't know, um, we're going to talk about it. Um, DMX is in. Uh, he's not doing well. And, um, uh, I hate to talk about stuff like this. Um, about a week ago, about five days ago, DMX name, which is Earl Simmons was rushed to the hospital after collapsing at home. Now, when they found him at home, you know, he probably had been out for a minute. Um, he was in critical condition when they got him to the hospital. Now, as we all know, DMX is you know he a rough rider original rough rider you know this man can go places where other folks can't and everyone knows that he has an addiction now with him having the addiction to um several different drugs you know he's named in the past and he's been open about his addiction this is something that he never hid this is something that he never shied away from or said it's not true i ain't got no no he let you know yeah you know i'm I'm addicted you know um they flew his children in um the family members did tell tmz that the paramedics tried to resuscitate him for up to 30 minutes and during that time he was deprived of oxygen Doctors told the family the lack of oxygen severely impacted his brain. And they said it's not looking good. Now, the reason this happened is because he suffered a overdose. And it's sad that he, when he suffered the overdose, it triggered a heart attack. You know, DMX is a young man. Very young man, very smart, very lyrical, very intelligent. However, that addiction got a hold to him and he just couldn't shake it. And it reminds me of something that my mom always said to me. Don't bring me flowers when I'm gone or talk about me when I'm gone, or when I'm sick. Rejoice and talk about me now. And I feel like that's what we doing. Like we talking about his addiction now that, you know, you know, he's he's been on Yamavans and he's been different platforms to talk about his addiction. Don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure he was on there. But he's always been upfront about it. And. You know, they were told that it was some brain activity, but other sources and his family say that he's in a vegetative state, allegedly. And, 
you know, I'm always praying for the underdog. You know, he a rough rider. He is the original rough rider. I want X to come out this motherfucker like, hey, yo, I'm bagging this bitch. What you thought? No, I'm good, bruh. And he leave the drugs alone. However, um, reports are saying that allegedly he have flown, you know, family have told them to gather the family together, you know, and you know, it's, that's not good. When they start hollering, gathering the family together, that's not good, you know, but he's, he's always bounced back and I'm like, come on DMX, come on, bounce back. I need my rough riders, you. Eve, I need, I need my rough rider. I, I, I can't have you going. Come on now. Show them what you got, X. Show them what you got. Come on. And it's sad that now a lot of people are making these very nasty and rash statements about him. Like I saw one post on Twitter and it pretty much pissed me off to the fact that I, I usually don't tweet on things like this, but I tweeted back like, you's about the dumbest piece of shit I've ever seen. Why would you say that? It's so fucking insensitive, like for real. And the tweet um, went in the, in the mention of like, um, oh, thinking about DMX makes me want to dm my ex and make them and d dm my ex and tell them that i overdosed off they love i'm like why in the fuck would you say that bruh like are, is is the world that insensitive that you see that he's always been you know struggling with this addiction and instead of you lifting him up and empowering you know anything good and positive during this time of need and this real time of prayer you get up here and you say some dumb shit like that that's the only reason I'm coming to talk about DMX well I was going to talk about him but that post just really like like like, bitch, are you for real? This man is on his deathbed, you know, from suffering some real shit. You know, something that a lot of our friends, family members, and other people deal with on a regular basis. And you sitting up here laughing at this shit? Are you for real? Are, are you fucking for real? They lit her ass up and I mean that was like at about 6 a.m. when I saw that post and it was already six hours in so she made that post around like midnight sometime for my time Chicago time and they was lighting her ass up and I rolled on in and lit her ass up too because you know what that's foul and I get tired of people talking about especially people that suffer with this, it's a disease, it's an addiction, it's a vice that he can't let go. Everybody got their vices. Anything that you overindulge in is an addiction. 
excuse me, as a sigma tip T. You drink too much coffee, that's an addiction. You drink too much tea, excuse me, that's an addiction. Too much caffeine, that's an addiction. Everything can be classified as an addiction and you, the person, have to want to kick that habit. You know what I'm saying? You have to want to let it go. However, he has struggled with this situation for a very, very long time. And for someone to just come up and talk shit like that about something that majority of Americans and I'm pretty sure people around the world know about especially in the impoverished neighborhoods and what you would call the poor people like myself we know about drugs and what it do to the mind and what it does to the person how it alters them to where they could be so great if they wasn't on that shit you know and then you're like well they're the blame but some people are not as strong as others um cigarettes for instance that's one thing that people like to say oh it's so hard to stop smoking oh my god i haven't smoked a newport in about three years close to three years i have not smoked a newport and every day is a struggle yeah i get them Sometimes I get that Nick urge, like, ooh, I want a cigarette. But then it's like, no, I don't. But that's me. Did I have to do a nicotine patch? No. I just literally stopped cold turkey. I looked, I don't even want this. I literally gave the pack of cigarettes to a man walking down the street, and I only had smoked like maybe three or four cigarettes out of that. I gave it to the man. You do you smoke? Yeah, I smoke. You smoke Newports? Yeah, yeah. Half, it's a full pack it's only like three squares out of here I don't want them no more and that was the last day I smoked cigarettes I gave it up I didn't want it but that was me I didn't want it me that was my urge my feeling saying that I didn't want this anymore it has to be in a person but sometimes people need a little bit more encouragement however we don't know what was going on in his mind or in anyone's mind when they're dealing with this type of addiction. And let's not forget, he was just on um Legends Zeus. Um, and that's the Zeus battle. It was between him and Snoop. And that was what? Uh what July of last year? A twenty twenty? And he he still has that incredible like boom and blast. He still got it. He never lost it. That's how great this motherfucker is. I'm not going to say well it's because he's still here. He ain't going nowhere. He here. That's how great he is. To where he could be sitting down and it's like ain't nobody seen DMX. He come out like hey yo what, the, what you mean? Let me show you what I do. And come out doing his thing. However, he had a demon riding him. What was the cause of his real demons? Only he can really define that. And once he comes out of this, I want to be optimistic. Once he comes out of this, you know, it'll change him. 
However, let's not go to these extremes. If you need help, the help is out there. Like there are people that will help you. There are counselors that will help you. And it's not, well, I don't have the money for help. They have free programs, but you have to want it. It has to be in you. That's all I'm saying. And I want everybody to do excellent. I want everybody to strive for greatness. I don't want to see nobody all fucked up in the hospital. No, no, no. Hell no. I don't even want to see my worst enemy like that. And that bitch know I got a brick for her in my trunk whenever I see her. However, would I want to see my worst enemy fucked up like that? No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Because it's it's just not right. And then to say these nasty and vile things while this man is fighting for his fucking life. Do you realize that addiction itself is a fight for the life? He's been fighting for his life this whole time. And now he's really fighting for his life. And you have these insensitive ass prick bitches that say nasty shit like this and think it's cute. But see, those type of people, they like attention. Even I can't get positive. I'll get the negative. All attention ain't good attention. You know what I'm saying? Some of that shit is negative. I don't like negative attention. I don't like negative vibes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Take a sip. I don't like negative vibes. I don't like negative attention. I don't like that shit. I stray away from that shit quick, fast. And look, hey, ooh, ooh. I don't like that shit. I don't like the way you making me feel, bro. <clears throat> I don't like. I don't like the the feeling you giving me. You you making me feel a little uneasy. You know. So, I just really, really pray that DMX come through and. Show these motherfuckers you know what it is. I'm the original Rough Rider in this bitch. Rough Riders. You know what I'm saying? And I'm praying. And I pray that anyone suffering with an addiction out there listening. Or any family member that has another family member or someone close to them that they love. Or even a friend that's suffering with addiction. You know, don't give up on them. You know, don't. Try to get them as much help as they can now. If they fucking with your shit and doing bullshit, you know. You have to protect yourself and protect your energy. Because, you know, self-preservation is, hey, you got to protect yourself. Got to. But, however, there are places where you can get help for these people. Where you can get, they can get help. But it goes up to them if they really want the help. And they have to want the help. They have to want it. So that's why I say um, I'm optimistic and I stay optimistic in hopes that maybe some of this optimism will rub off on some motherfuckers and it'll continue to grow and grow and grow. And it'll be a more positive based community, you know, for everyone, you know, I don't care what color, creed, religion everyone but it all it's got to start somewhere so I've always been told if you send out positive vibes 
you get positivity in return. So I'm sending out peace and love and endurance for the Simmons family. And I'm praying that he comes out stronger than ever. And it's not as grim as what everyone is saying. I'm praying that God is not. And I'm praying for peace for the family and for peace for everyone who's even dealing with this type of situation because there are some loved ones who's lost their family members to addiction and that shit ain't cool you know and my heart goes out to you have my condolences because every day is a struggle you have people that are um addicts and they're trying to stay clean and everything like that every day is a struggle for them so i commend you for staying strong staying sober and staying on that that shit to stay straight and narrow because you know what the shit did to you when you was back there you don't want to go back we want to go forward so that's why i always tell y'all look i love y'all bro some look i love you you know even the strongest people need to be told that they are loved it's true it's true I'm telling you, and I'm a strong motherfucker. I'm telling you. So I'm going to end my podcast <clears throat> today the way I always end my podcast. If no one told you they love you, I do. I truly, truly do. And you know, there is that, the hotline, You your domestic violence. There is help out there, sis, or bruh. There is help. Shouldn't nobody be putting their hands on you. Same sex, opposite sex. Different species, I don't give a fuck. So nobody putting their hands on you. And if you feel like you are not in a safe place, there are places you can go. So please do so. And you know what I'm saying? Stay safe and stay healthy. And you know, strive. You know what I'm saying? I love y'all. I want y'all to be better and do great things and be better people. You know what I'm saying? So... Do better today than you did yesterday and strive for a better tomorrow today. Thank y'all and good night. Hey guys, it's your girl Mayday Mayhem L and I am coming up to you guys with an update on DMX. And subsequently, he has passed away at the young, young age of 50. He will be missed. He was the original Rough Rider. And I had all hopes and aspirations that he would pull out of this and make it through. However, optimistic wasn't enough but he was with family as reports say and you know he is gone at the ripe young age of 50 I really really send my condolences to the family Uh, the Simmons family have my deepest condolences I am truly truly sorry for his family his children you know it's devastating and I just wanted to give you an update on this podcast. So 
Thank you guys. Know that you are loved and be safe.